For sale, podcast network, cheap. Wow. (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes it's more than it's worth. (laughs) And we're talking like a low, a low value here. Oh my goodness. A low estimation. Wow. So already affordable, (laughs) I would describe it as. But uh, yeah, wow. Uh, You know... It's a great time to remind the people that uh, we have a Patreon. We do. <laughs> just Enough Trope. Yes. No, no. At, yeah, well, patreon.com forward slash Just Enough Trope. Yes. Uh, where you can help support the show. Many of the contributions we receive, really all of them, go to uh, shoring up the equipment Yes. on the uh, SS Just Enough Trope. Which probably is due for an update. Uh well, it's kind of a continual thing. It's kind well, of a rolling, rolling update. True, true. Uh, but nothing like uh, starting your your recording off with uh, with technical issues. That's always good. I right? have a box. Okay, so I have a lot of boxes uh, in the studio filled with all kinds of things. But yeah, I have a box that is essentially just discarded tech. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just try to get, do something. To get recycled or something. smoke. Wave the smoke away. Yeah. Unplug that. Bam. It, you, into the box you go. And that whole box, once this whole quarantine thing is over, is just me going to Best Buy where they got right. the five little bins and going, okay. You don't have a single sort? Okay. There. <laughs> got a monitor I'm going to try to cram into this. Right. So. Right. Things don't last forever. No, they don't. Technology definitely doesn't. Some stuff not. lasts a long time. Yeah, like old cell phones used to last a really long time. They used mm-hmm. to not build them for uh, for planned obsolescence. You know, when it was like like this is a block pretty of, much right. of plastic. You know, and like like the old Nokia phones, like those things lasted right. a long Why time. Why do the internet's jokes for it? I don't know. Um, yeah, like my computer, my um, I don't know, my main PC, yeah, my daily driver, whatever you call it, mm-hmm. which isn't even really my main PC because all my work is on the laptop. Yeah. That's where all the show work gets done. Mm-hmm. But my, you know, my gaming machine, my whatever, I'm still tied to this idea that I need a tower. Yeah. When I could just spend, well, another five, six hundred dollars on a gaming laptop, which could also be my daily driver, I guess, although I wouldn't want to put all my eggs in one basket. Right. And then with the tech today, you know, you just plug your, you want a game, you just plug your, uh, you can have a dock that's mm-hmm. connected to the TV. Sure. Bam. You can watch yeah. Netflix, you can play your games, yeah. you know, whatever. But Yeah, definitely a possibility. Just, I'm so old school, I need a, a tower. <laughs> it's, your, it's your computer security blanket. You yeah. Know. Which, yeah. you know, and I went through a couple hard drives and yeah. a couple data recoveries. Yeah. But most of the parts, solid state, you know, nothing to really worry about. Mm-hmm. And then just this one just stopped working for some reason. Yeah. So it got the um, it got the update from Windows that had the all computers past this point must die now. Right. So or right. something, however they do it. <laughs> so I built a new uh, machine. This is great. This is pop culture news. <laughs> that's what we do uh, on yeah, the show. Yeah, that's what people come here for. Yeah. yeah, to hear about our computer problems. Yeah, right. Which we're uh, doing again. So anyway, yeah, you can always find us <laughs> on Patreon forward slash Just Enough Trope. And that's what we are, the Just Enough Trope podcast. I'm your host, Caliban, joined as always by my co-host. Hi, I'm Ikan Hana. And we're here to report all the news that's fit to cast in the world of nerdy entertainment. And oh boy, oh boy, a lot of news. A lot of news this week out of DC's Fandome Virtual Mm -hmm. Convention. 
Yes. Really just an insulting amount of news. Oh, a lot. This, like, it feels they, a little they were, offensive. They were like holding it back. Seems yeah. like it feels, uh, yeah, a little, a little bit show offy, a little bit aggressive. Well, I mean, I don't think that they typically have their own uh, convention, so it's like with this year and the way it's been going, it's like th- there's no other. Well, they could have announced some of the stuff at other like virtual versions of conventions, but they were like, no, 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 we got our own virtual, com- you know, convention, so we'll just save it all up for that. Yeah, and it's a question of uh, them also – there's no competing news, really. I mean, Marvel should have, like, announced Blade's release date or something, something. just to sort of counter-program, but no. And then also, it's uh, – I, I feel like it's kind of – I mean, they definitely announced some – we'll talk about what they announced during the news. But they definitely announced some TV stuff, mm-hmm. but not a lot. They had mm-hmm. There was so much movie news yes. that for whatever reason, they just decided to – do the deals now or just hold back until now. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of makes the TV side, which is arguably the most successful arguably. Th- outlet yeah. that DC has, yeah. just made it look kind of kind of weak in comparison. A little bit. Especially when, like, you know, this, this Flash kit has been plugging away for years and years now. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, one artist's rendering of the movie Flash costume. And that's the big news. That's the big news, so yeah. that's the big news we'll be talking about later. Yep. Also, in our continuing uh, coverage of dead movie release dates, uh, we've made it to Milan. Yes. <laughs> Milan, of course, coming out uh, next – no, it's another month, I guess, so, or, or week. So t- in two months. Uh, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Same thing. Um, <laughs> During COVID, yes. Yeah. Uh, internationally <laughs> and then VOD as well for home yes. users. Uh, we'll Disney definitely be talking premium, about that yep. then. Yeah. But for today, all we've got is 1998's Mulan. That's right. No Szechuan jokes allowed. Uh, no. No. None <laughs> of that. Uh, we'll leave that to Rick and Morty. And uh, we'll just talk about the actual film. So, yeah. Yeah, a favorite of yours, if I'm not mistaken. It is. It is uh, one of my favorite Disney animated films. And I think it's going to stay that way. Uh, I think I will try to be my best to be um, objective and to um, not completely view it through rose-colored glasses. I mean... Watching it this time, I think that there are some things that, you know, could have been better. Um, are you doing it all now? No. Oh, okay, cool. Just giving a preview. <laughs> um, just a little taste. But, uh, yeah, this and uh, the animated Robin Hood film are my two favorites. So, what's your favorite Disney film, animated film? Wow. <laughs> what? That's that's a question. It is a question. For the ages. Yeah. Well, I think I know what you've told me in the past. Steamboat Willie. But... So, what? Uh, what? No. Um, <laughs> you have this, the, the last act of Dumbo. What? Come on. No, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, what did I tell you before? You told me Sleeping Beauty before. Oh, um, that, that's it's solid. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty solid. I thought you meant like the modern crop of DC DC films. Uh, Disney I'm, films? I'm going to be one no. step behind it. Disney <laughs> cartoon films. They are DC films. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I can't. I'm not. I'm never wrong. Um, <laughs> it's a Hunchback of Notre Dame. I, yeah. I, yeah. Sadly, it still is. Okay. All right. It is. Uh, you know, it's got problems. Uh, yeah. But it's this weird 
fish with feet kind it of transitional weird. thing yeah. where you see where it could have gone, you know, where we could have taken this. Mm. And it itself is very flawed in that it is struggling with being uh, a musical for kids, but also, right. you know, trying to be a, quote, a real movie yes. uh, like Pinocchio and um, not quite making it <laughs> on either side of that. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <coughs> so early tonight. Yeah, um, well. But um, still accomplishing quite a bit. The music is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And the performances of the music are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Something that I don't think necessarily is true about Milan, but we will definitely get there. Yep. And, uh, and the, you know, and Disney, and I know these are all made way in advance, but Disney, what lesson did they learn? Hercules. So, no lesson at all. <laughs> not doing that Her- again. Hercules. Not doing is, that again. Is not a great, Let's do the most colorful thing that is filled with the most amount of jokes shouted from off screen. Falling yeah. into their butt and into some butterscotch or whatever. Yeah, I know. And just really going in the opposite direction. And, and so yeah, I like it for um, what it represented. There's an alternate universe where we've got all kinds of public domain <laughs> classic tales sure, yeah. that are adapted into um, animated films. But okay. instead, now they're just remaking the animated films into live action ones. I know. We'll get there. I know. Let's talk about what? The news? You knew it. <laughs> So we'll try to clean up like the little bits that aren't DC News first, and there are okay. a couple. Um, first of all, uh, I want to talk about the fact that uh, on the Marvel side of the aisle uh, from yeah. Sony, um, they have reportedly found a director for their Craven the Hunter movie. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I got to be honest. Um, so is this this is Craven from um, Craven the Hunter? From, we we read a, a, cra- a comic book that Craven was was featured in, correct? Mm-hmm. Like not that long ago. Yes. Okay. All right. Do we know anybody who's going to be in it yet, or are we still very early? It's so early. Okay. Um, but it looks like they are narr- narrowing down their list, and J.C. Chandor is on the top of that list to direct. Yes. Okay. What else has he done? He is a big, fat, white guy. <laughs> okay. You should not be surprised by that. No. Uh, he has most recently directed Triple Frontier for Netflix. That's that. Okay, I got nothing. We got all the balls in the world movie. Ben Affleck, Oscar Isaac. Uh, I think Peter Pascal's in that one, isn't he? Oh, boy. Uh, it's okay. just a bunch of dudes. Uh, Charlie Hunnam, Garrett Hedlund, all the transparent, forgettable dudes. Wow. And they're going to they're gonna go on a... On a crime heist, or they're, oh, or they're, okay. they've got guns, or something. Okay. <laughs> and depending on All who right. you ask, it's either great or not great. All right. Uh, a film that you've seen that he's directed is, uh, it's it's a very violent one, uh-huh. and it's about a year long. Uh, a most violent year. Oh, okay. All right. Um, and I believe he also directed the Robert Redford is Lost at Sea movie. Hmm. Haven't seen that one. Okay. Um, Have you learned to talk into your microphone? Yes. Cool. Um, I Okay. I mean, that doesn't really tell me much of anything if this is a good fit or, or not. Like, he does, <laughs> like, action movies, I, kind of, Plain sometimes. white director. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, right. Uh, that's what we got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I don't know. I think... <sighs> Craven could either be a great movie or 
an okay or really bad mediocre movie i think um well it's gonna be him by himself right you don't have you don't have spider-man spider-man well then what's the point exactly unless it's literally a cameo he just dusts uh tom holland at the beginning of the film and then it's just Craven running around the whole film. That's and not then, interesting to me. No, no, that's. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not. I don't know. Are, Who's are gonna there play any... Vermin? Yeah. Oh my God! Stop it. <laughs> are there Are there any like? Wasn't that comic it, or book... is Vermin a DC character? I think it was Vermin. Um, I thought Vermin is. Uh, no, the Weasel is DC. Anyway, they're both trash, trash people. Yeah, yeah. Are Are there any? superhero villains that you would watch an entire movie of without the superhero well i would have watched that magneto movie they keep talking about making but they just kind of made half of first class a magneto movie right 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 um made joker you could do a dr doom movie yeah they keep talking about that too well they used to when um, fox was trying to spin off um Fantastic Four properties, but would you consider Morbius to be a bad guy or is he a good, a good guy? guy? He's a good guy. Yeah. Okay, so he hasn't been popular in forty years, but yeah. uh, he's he's a good guy. Okay. Um. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Uh, speaking of another Sony Marvel movie, uh, we have an untitled female-centered Marvel movie. I love when they do this, and by love, hate because it's just it's so. It's also nothing. Why announce it? Just call it Token the movie. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm calling them out for tokenism. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm not saying don't hire women. I'm saying be as serious about women projects as you are about men projects. You want to do this Craven the Hunter, the broiest. We've just made a pretty good argument that there's no movie there. But we know who it is. And we know we've got a director. And we're Mm -hmm. good to go. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, Olivia Wilde, you want to do something? Okay, great. Something. It's going to be some chick thing. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, spider wap. We don't know, but uh, check it out. Yeah. But that's what we've got. Olivia Wilde is directing a untitled female-centered Marvel movie at Sony. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I guess they, they, they're announcing it's her as being the director. scarcely but, news at all. But it, it, it really is. Like, when you don't even know what it's going to be about. Is this going to be the the black cat... And whoever movie that they, they keep kind announcing of for a while, but... and then like saying, "Oh no, that's not happening." Yeah. Is that what it's going to end up being? Do you think? Nobody knows. Okay. I would say no, since that project has been in development for a long time. Then it was split into two films, yeah, both of which were independently canceled. Right. So it seems like they're probably not going to go with that. Okay. And they've already talked about you know a Spider Girl. Spider Women, the Women of the Spider Verse movie is mm. already sort of in development. Yeah, so or has it, been. it would be something. So it's different. probably not that. Although from I, th- I thought I heard rumors that they wanted to make Into the Spider Verse two, that. Oh. Like really focus on the female on the female characters, female spider characters. I hadn't heard that before, but okay. Or maybe that's a separate project. Anyway, so you know Sony, they're mm-hmm. just. They're, mm-hmm. they're that friend of yours. Oh yeah, I'm totally gonna do this someday. Yeah, and then later right. on you're like. Weren't you going to do the... No, shut up. I, I, I I'm doing something else. Do I'm that. doing something yeah. else. That's just Sony. Do you think it's just it'll a be mess. Like... Remember when they were this close to just selling the whole thing to Marvel? Yeah. Yep. Wish that had happened. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that we wish had happened, and some of them we'll be talking about in the DC segment. Here's something else for ya. Guillermo del Toro is still working on his Pinocchio movie, and he has added some people. Okay. He's added Kate Blanchett. 
Okay. He's added Ewan McGregor. All right. He's added Tilda Swinton. Oh, my goodness. These are some big names. Well, he's already got Finn Wolfhard, Christoph Waltz, John Turturro, Ron Perlman, Tim Blake Nelson, and some other people. Okay, so... And as the star, mm-hmm. it's Gregory Mann, nobody we know. Why do they always put... <laughs> I don't know. Is it, It's like a Hollywood law. One famous person makes a movie. It doesn't matter what else is going on in the movie. Uh, it's the Netflix sort of thing where it's like, well, we got Jamie Foxx, so good luck, everybody else. Nobody else we know. Yeah. Or you can have a total newcomer, uh, a Mia Wichukowska if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she turned out okay. Uh, as long as Johnny Depp is a supporting character leaning into main character and then, of course, Tim Burton's wife and we've got an Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, right. I know. <sighs> um, What's the last movie you saw? No stars. Hmm. The last movie that I saw with no stars. That's a really good question that I don't think I know the answer to. Um, well, I don't know. It was Francis McDermott's first film. What about Blood Simple? Blood Simple uh, and, and Emmett Walsh is they're, they're definitely in a step. Well, okay. If character they're, they're, actors aren't stars, then yes, well, I guess that's true. But I don't I know. I mean, not disparaging the guy who played Cher's dad. Dan who I, I, I and... like him. I think he's a great actor. <laughs> But but he he's kind of a character. A lot of actor, lot too. of puke acting. Yeah yeah, a lot of puking. So I mean I guess that's what I would go with. Um, I don't know what's something that you remember recently watching. But um, technically, 1978's Drunken Master featured no stars, no uh, stars that America would have known. Well, at the time, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so we both are kind of fudging our things. But anyway, yeah, right. looking forward to whatever crazy thing he does with Pinocchio. The, boy, the Donkey Island scene is going to be insane. Oh, my goodness. Is the, the, the Blue Fairy is going to be, um, uh, you know, like a, have have goat horns. and Probably. <laughs> I would not be like, surprised. The guy's got like a thing. He's got like one thing. I know. This is not, we're not here to bury Guillermo del Toro. del Toro. It would take hours. Uh, let's wow. let's talk about wow, something mean. else that's not uh, DC before we just begin the DC Lanch. Um, the narrative director on Bloodlines 2 has been fired. Did we talk about this already? This feels familiar to me. I don't know that we have. The narrative lead on Bloodlines 2. This is after Bloodline, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. We announced last week, I'm pretty sure, that it was delayed to 2021. Yes. Which is not unexpected, but happened anyway. And the uh, Brian Matsoda, who I think was involved in the first game as well and has been yeah. doing this for a while, was um, fired as the narrative lead. And when he, you mean like he was in charge of the <clears throat> narrative story for the game? Yeah. Okay. He'd be like the editor in chief. Okay. All right. Did it say why? Um, they just said, you know, the typical, oh, it always, I feel so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. We've come to the end of the road, you know, that sort of thing. And <laughs> then he anything. posted about it, but. I think it's all kosher, except for they just fired a guy they probably couldn't afford anymore. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I was really surprised. I've done this for a while. I've enjoyed working with the people. Nobody's really oh. going after anybody. Okay. And he wouldn't have said much of anything if he did something, right? Probably like not. That's, you know, if somebody gets fired from Rockstar, or excuse me, Rocksteady, uh, you know what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, 
we, we don't have to talk about. It. There's there's some um, there's uh, harassment claims have been made yeah. about some people at um, at Rocksteady, developer mm-hmm. of the Arkham games, um, and that is there's not really much to report because nobody's saying much. But anyway, right. it doesn't seem like that kind of thing. Okay. All right. Well, um, that's too bad. But if the, but... If the game needs to be reworked, yeah. maybe he was like, "No, you can't cut that story. This this part's really important." And they're like, "We already We're... pushed it back." Yeah. So right. Thank, thank you for your contributions. Yeah, uh, I we'll, can see we'll that take happening. It from here. Yeah, yeah. That's what it seems like to me. What else is going on? God, it's really hard to maneuver around all this. There's a lot of DC. We'll be <laughs> getting a whole into it. DC Island of a, news. Just a moment. Um, but I wanted to say quick that uh, TikTok has finally decided to sue President Trump All right. over his executive order. Okay. All right. That took a long time. It did take a long time. I mean, right away. I mean, look at Fortnite. <laughs> look at Epic Games. I know. You can't stop Epic. Epic Games is like b- bordering on harassment now. There's going to be a countersuit from Apple over them harass- putting putting a, a mean uh, Apple character in their game, and like they're just they're just going ham. They're just they're they're just being trolls. They're bullies. About it. They're bullies. They're yeah. bullies. Yeah. yeah, you want to remain sympathetic, don't you? One would think. Yeah. Well, tell but, them that. Yeah. So that's where we're at on that. Um, what do you think? TikTok deserves a second chance. Um, I. Yeah, why not? I mean, I, I I guess I don't feel super strongly about this, um, but I, I do think, so from what I've read, they, they do have a lot of um, stuff that, like, tracks your movements and whereabouts more than some other social... Um, um, I don't know if that's true. I think they take about as much data as Facebook does, maybe a little less. I read something that was written by, that was taught, a guy who... Um, uh, does social engineering and stuff like that for a job. So, oh, social engineering? He's a he's a hacker. Yes. Um he he looks at a lot of different uh social media sites and he found and this is before Trump came out and said stuff about TikTok um re, you know was saying the executive order or what have you. Um he said that they do more stuff to track you than um than Facebook, than Twitter, than pretty much any other social media platform that he's looked at. Um, so I well, think what was the source on that? I don't remember, but I well, I, I can't consider it, and I won't accept it until until you can give me a source. Uh, well, he talking to your microphone, please. I, it, it it was an article that like I read, and like he looked into it like a couple of months ago. Oh, he looked into it. No, he no. He, okay, I didn't know that he had looked into it. Will you stop it? <laughs> I'm just saying. He, you can he looked, say he, there was a he, dude who who looked at a thing and he said. Oh, this is bad. Well, he was he, he on his spare time. But he goes the, the into problem, sites. No, no, I see. understand what it is that he does. The problem is the Trump administration seems to be providing as much proof as you are now. So my problem with this is that it is a gross overstep of the president's. Well, powers I would agree with you. It's char- a gross mis- overstep. W- and gross mis- oversteps which is something that George W. Bush would have said, have characterized every moment of his presidency. Mm-hmm. I brought this up as a fun news item, but since you seem in, you know, inclined to defend the the ban of TikTok, uh, maybe we can make this into another show. 
I am not. This on another I, episode. You misunderstanding me. I'm not defending the ban of TikTok. I'm not really misunderstanding I don't think... you. I, you just you just seem so. It's so important to you to establish the credentials of this person whose name you don't know and you don't really know their credentials. And I just think that you should like get the hint and just say, well, I don't know about that. Okay. Okay. I mean, if if I let you keep going, were you just gonna like try to explain once again how he looked at stuff? I don't know. Well, if you don't know, then just go, yeah, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Oh, look, I just read one article. That's all I know. <laughs> okay? It's just the way, I just wanted to help you present it better. Because even wrapping up with, I read one article. So clearly I know everything. <laughs> it just, see how that sounds? That I'm not saying that clearly I know everything. Okay, I'm but... sorry. I, I, can't, I can't use any hyperbole at all. I have to be very, very direct. And just say, can we move on, it please? Sounds like you don't know anything, so I would like to move on now. Well, clearly you would. Yes, but I don't want the next article to be to go the same way. Continue. What do you have to say about the GamerGate proponent who killed his ex girlfriend and then committed suicide? That's awful. Did you read any article about that? No, I did not. Oh, good. We can talk about this then. Uh, hey. Uh, so anyway, uh, this is a guy who um, he is a GamerGate proponent like i said before mm-hmm. and there is something that i um oh man there's there's there was something that happened a couple of years ago with gamergate and he was like the main guy behind it and okay. now i will freely admit unlike my co-host that i am not exactly sure what that was but i i know that i have heard the <laughs> Just roll. I'm sorry. Just roll with it, baby. Come on. Just Come roll on. with it. You just... were like saying you wanted me to say, I don't know what I'm talking about. And then you're saying, I'm not sure. Yeah, but and I had to that's force... a little bit different connotation. But I had to force, but I had to force you to, to admit that. I'm telling you right now. I'm just reading an article here. But I'm saying that I know that this guy was he was instrumental in the um, movement against uh, Anita Sarkeesian. He just he was one of the the big yeah. Figures I understand in what you're this. saying. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna withhold his name just because we don't know what happened just yet. But anyway, um, but apparently he was uh, you know he was violent and it and one of those things that you go how come nobody said anything? That's not that's not an answer. No, that's, that's not, not enough. an answer. No, you know, people were worried about those Columbine kids for months before yeah, that true. happened, and yeah. so I don't know now where the responsibility lies when you tell people and then nobody see something, say something. Well, who am I saying it to, and will they do anything? Yeah, but it seems true. like a situation where people had reported about him. People had said, you know, this guy's making threats. We don't know what's going on, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, it's tragic. It's it not. It's tragic. It's not a surprise. Yeah. But uh, it's tragic to hear about something like this. Yeah, it's upsetting. Not nearly as tragic as some of the news out of DC fandom. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> okay. No, not at all. All right. I was like, is there tragic news? We got to talk about some of it anyway, though. Yeah, I know. So DC had this fandom, their big uh, virtual con, and they had a lot of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Is there any where in particular that you want to start? Well, how about uh, with the big bat in the room? The uh, uh, <laughs> oh, something's in my hair. <laughs> oh my god! The uh, the Batman trailer. Yeah, yeah. The the uh, Batman trailer. The the Batman. Trailer. Okay, I can see. How it, okay, I can see now that it's a problem. <laughs> 
having a the in front of it. Well, nobody says boo when you talk about the Joker. No, or I'm... who's the villain in this? The Riddler. Oh, right. I can't wait to see. Uh, I wonder what his character will be like when he plays the Batman. Yeah. Did I you know. mean Batman? I give up. I know. I give up. I know. Take me to Arkham, the I Batman. <laughs> I mean Batman. Take me to the Arkham, the Batman. Um... <laughs> That's, you sound like Starfire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of do. I don't want to go to the Arkham. <laughs> um, but what'd you think? Yeah, big trailer's out. Yes. Uh, it's, you know, it's more than a tease. It's it's a real Yeah, it's, it's an a, actual trailer. full-length trailer. So I guess that... As long as the TikTok video was the tease then. We I, just saw the, the suit or whatever. Yeah, I guess so. Um, um, yeah, what'd you think? I liked it. I think it looks really promising. Um, uh, you know, I think it um, really, it it's very dark um, and dark and gritty and it's Gotham. And um, Are we ready for a dark and gritty Batman? Yeah, I think we it's are. A it's a joke. Yeah, okay. I got that, I got that, from, <laughs> I got that from Asterios. Uh, all right, all right. Um, but uh, yeah, and I think that uh, Robert Pattinson looks great in it. Um, what's his name? Who played? God, why can't I think of his name right now? Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright, um, who uh, plays Commissioner Gordon, um, looks great in this too. Um, we get a glimpse at Catwoman. Which is pretty neat. Um, and it starts with the sound of duct tape. And I know. I... <laughs> well, they're addicted to this, like, because it was what was the Suicide Squad one was like, oh, it's a clock or something. It's like ticking uh-huh. the DC logo. Right. So some, somebody got the note, everything has to start with a sound. Right. But this one is. Yes. <laughs> it's like, what? Yes. And and we see a guy duct taping somebody else, and he has duct tape all over his face. And and you and I were talking about this off screen, um, and and you suggested, and I think you're probably right. This is most likely the Riddler, uh, whose face is in duct tape, duct taping the other guy. Um, so uh, I'll just track down. Right, got the duct tape. Right, exactly. Check all check, check all, all the, the Menards in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, how is he gonna? Oh no, Brad Pattinson's probably can. We hear his voice like once as Batman or whatever. Yeah. So he can do a, a deeper thing, but when you got Jeffrey right, you just you're out of luck. Yeah, right. Check this clue. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale and, and, and Jeffrey Wright, a scene from a rooftop. <laughs> Where are the other drugs going? <laughs> we tried to look them up, but we can't find them. I know. <laughs> what night are you going to the cancer support group? Drug <laughs> cancer. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kinda true. I'm going on Tuesday. <laughs> But but it's it's cool because I think it's kind of like a, it, it's a different take on the Riddler than we've seen before, right? Uh, here's my take. Okay. So far, and we've only seen a little bit. I'm sure there's effects and things that they need to finish, but I don't want to say TV. Ooh. But it feels well, that's hard. Small scale. Okay. Doesn't it? And maybe this is part and parcel of everybody always saying that they want to like boil it down, like. Let's boil it down. What the Batman, the basics. Mm. What is he? Forget the. Whenever we see Gotham, it's neon gangs and giant three hundred t- foot tall uh, gothic statues and stuff like that. And they always want to pull back on that. And it looks like we finally pulled back on that, but it just feels smaller scale to me. Many, if not mm. all, of the scenes in the trailer are people talking to each other in rooms. 
or even pe- yeah. people having a small discreet fight in a room. And I'm not saying that can't work for Batman. I'm saying that, you know, we've been talking about that for a while. But now we're getting it. And I don't know, maybe I've been spoiled by giant gothic statues, but you kind of ex- you expect an epicness to a cinematic Batman. Yeah. And it doesn't look like they're too, at this point, focused on delivering that. Mm-hmm. And it, it could turn out fine. But that was yeah. the first thing that kind of struck me, is that it just feels okay. s- like a smaller film. Something else that I wondered was, I heard people saying like, oh, it's he's going to be a detective in this one. Which is great, and we needed yeah. we needed that for a while. Yeah. But like, I'm also worried that the movie won't be about anything. Oh, yeah, you we know? have really no idea what it's about from this right. trailer. No, no, I mean things happen in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it's what's it about? Yeah. And when you look at it, for good or bad, the gold standard of Batman movies at this point. <laughs> Sorry, Zack Snyder, uh, is, you know... Sorry, not the, sorry. The Nolan trilogy. Yeah, right. But the Nolan trilogy is about something. It mm-hmm. has a guy in it who does push-ups and, and you know, just hurts yeah. people or whatever. But it's about the interaction between those who protect us, be they cops or vigilantes, yes. and society. Mm-hmm. And what they owe us and what we owe them and if we condone their actions and if we stop condoning somebody, can they still be a protector? And it's very much, and I don't know, Chris Nolan's white and rich, so that's a strike yeah. against him. I don't know where Chris Nolan falls on this scale, but it's very much a reaction to the 9-11 attacks, mm-hmm. the whole series. Yeah. And I'm not sure that it disagrees with the war in Iraq, with the decisions that George W. Bush made. I feel like it's on his side. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's and Batman Begins is just you know it's just Batman Begins. He's just throwing Tom Wilkinson around or whatever. But like, it really picks up in Dark Knight, and it's just about that interaction between the responsibilities of power, the responsibilities of people who have more than us, mm-hmm. be it money, be it privilege, right. be it karate kicks, whatever yeah. it is, and the forces that seek to disrupt and interrupt that Mm -hmm. and in that movie batman is like i need this power give me the power to look through everyone's cell phones yeah right i'll I'll give it back when i'm done right which sounds a lot like george bush asking for increased military powers that he would totally return yeah yeah yeah. totally didn't nope and those powers went on to the next democratic president and they have continued into the next republican president yes and the movies, the biggest fictional part of the movie is that Batman went, all right, we're all done. Here, here's the cell phone thing. Yeah, right, right, right. I don't I even believe Batman would make that choice. No, I don't think he would. You think Batman, using the cell phone thing, found the Joker, the most dangerous, unpredictable, and deadly criminal Gotham has ever known. You think he wouldn't want to hold on to this thing to stop the next guy that tries to rob, like, Gotham He would definitely Gotham Bank? would. Maybe. How much easier would that make his job? Maybe. Now, it is a gigantic violation of everybody's privacy in town. But yeah. if his job is to stop crime, yeah. and we know how implacable the Batman is, yes. why would he ever give that up? You I say it's because he's a good person. I say, well, it kind of seems like he's pretty driven. There's a comic. There's, there's two examples. Of, and the comics don't even know what he is because there's two examples I'd point to in the comics of Batman's character in this regard. And the first would be the 2004 miniseries uh, Identity Crisis. Mm -hmm. 
in which, really long story short, but the a group of heroes in the Justice League end up wiping the memory of uh, a villain named Dr. Light. Okay. Um, because he raped one of the superheroes' wives. It's, okay. It was written by a big-time thriller book writer, so we can... D- DC, don't give a shit. They'll do anything. Okay. Well. So it's just a really kind of gross storyline. But also, he probably got some other secret identities or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they decided to wipe his memory. And Batman walks in on this, and he's like, hey, well, well, what are you doing? We don't, we don't do this. We bring him to justice. And they're like, wipe his memory. And so they wipe Batman's memory, too. Okay. And he finds out about this at the end. Of course end. he does, because he's a detective. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember how, but I'm sure it's with the Batman stuff. And the whole thing is that, like, he wants justice and he'll beat you with an inch of your life, but he's, he doesn't believe in violating people's rights, personal rights, civil yeah. rights, body right. sovereignty or whatever. Except, you know, <laughs> he will invade you when he stabs you with a knife. Yeah, right. Ben Affleck. Uh, now, in reaction, so he feels bad about this. In reaction to this... He decides to build a network of satellites uh-huh. tied to a self-aware AI system called yeah. Brother Eye that spies on all metahumans in the world and collects all of their data mm-hmm. so that if they ever try this on him again, mm-hmm. he'll be ready. Yeah. And what happens with that is gets Maxwell stolen. Lord gets steals it and Fs everybody up with the information, shoots yep. Blue Beetle in the face, <laughs> like yep. all this horrible stuff. It reminds me of, of that episode. So of, which is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is, does he believe in the rights or does he not believe or in the rights? Or does he not? Um, it reminds me of the, the, the Justice League uh, episode where he has information on everybody in the Justice League. And it gets, I can't remember who, but somebody, it gets out somehow and it gets in the wrong hands. Like a villain gets it. Um, and then they like know their secret identities. Isn't that something that happened? Am I making that up? You're looking I don't at think me, so. You're, it sounds good. I um, watch it. Oh, okay. I, I swear I remember that. Um, doesn't he have information, or does he just have information or a file, a computer file on all of them, and they find out about it, and and they don't like it? Maybe maybe it's that. Okay. Wow. Okay. If you don't remember it, then maybe I am making it up. Well, just that they've that's been done a lot. There was something in Marvel Comics called the Xavier Protocols, where <laughs> Professor Xavier, you know, in addition to uh, guiding and training young mutants to make the world better. Um, keeps yeah. a lot of data on them, mm-hmm. so if they ever go rogue, they can like take them out real fast. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, uh, there's that. There's also um, I, I can't remember why. I think it's because it's made of Shi'ar technology. But the Danger Room at some point becomes self-aware, yes. and then attacks the X-Men. And because yeah. they've been training, it's been trying to kill them for years. Mm-hmm. It knows everything about them. Yes, and part of its latent programming is kind of wanting to kill the X-Men. That's the only way to make like the Danger Room exercises like Is that really dangerous? Part of the Joss Whedon Yeah, that's run. the astonishing X-Men. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway, back to Batman. It's neither here nor there, but the point is is that those movies, you know, as kind of faux intellectual as they really are, were really about something. Whereas mm. uh Batman B B versus S isn't about shit you know it's no, not about it's anything at all Martha. they yeah. just yeah it's just like oh dark knight returns that's cool throw that in there they have no they don't understand what they're ripping no. off at all which Mm-mm. is really the worst kind of ripping off so i just i hope this is about something i do too however it's so chock full of villains and characters it is how could it ever be about anything i'm a little worried although i like a long-haired bruce wayne i like the um 
they, they they admit that he's you know wears the eyeshadow or whatever. Yeah. So his you know he just had big pink eyes looking out of his thing. Right, right, right. Um, right. Which all the actors do when they wear the masks, but but you never like, see the really, makeup yeah. afterwards. Well, they do that. I guess they do that with Big Daddy or whatever, and um, yeah, Kick Ass. But uh, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, I liked the um the Nirvana song. Uh, that was in the trailer. See, this is the, DC has the money. Or Warner Brothers has the money to pay for the actual song, so they don't do like the bummer covers. I was, I was How do glad you do a they didn't cover do a bummer of cover. Something in the way. It's already a bummer. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't make it more bummer. I mean, uh, look, so. look, it looks great. Uh, I like, you know, there's there are parts of his suit that are like a little implausible, but I like that he's just got big lace up boots. Um, yeah, I like him talking to cops. Um, once again, they've got their things at cross purposes because there's so many things that you want to see in a Batman movie, but they keep holding him back for dumb reasons. So like a year one, Batman doesn't talk to cops because they don't trust him. Mm. But, and so it would make sense that Bruce is young and he's going to be maybe fighting cops. But in this, it's just like, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? The Batman. Right. And I like him working with cops because he almost never does it in any other movie that's true but it doesn't really make any sense if it's really early in his career okay yeah that's um, what you're saying but you know i mean i it's i these are all these are all the nittiest of picks yeah pickiest of nits pickiest of nits second time um but i but you know but i i walked away going I, yeah i'm gonna let's watch that movie well, that's good Great. i hope i hope we're all alive and all the cinemas are open when that comes out yeah in like a little over a year I think it's like October 2021. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, here's hoping. Did we nail it? Uh, I think we nailed it. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, do you want to talk more about Batman? Sure. Well, we saw the new Flash costume. Yes. Uh, Andy Muschietti, director of It 1 and 2 and some other stuff, is the director. And that seems like that's going to stick. Mm-hmm. He talked a lot about the Flash and not a lot about... The actual movie. We don't really know no. all that much. But no, we we've don't. seen this costume. It's a sleeker look. It's not the robot Flash no. uh, from Justice League. It doesn't look uh, as much like armor. Yeah. Um, it's and... more comfortable, kind of closer to, uh, I think the video we watched talked about Grant Gustafson's suit. So yes. it kind of looks more like that. Yes. And we have seen that um, it will, um, in some uh, concept art, you see um, Batman behind him, and the Batman is wearing the 1989 Batman suit. Yes. And so I guess we are supposed to figure that that is Michael, Michael Keaton's Keaton. Batman. Yes. That's what uh, people are speculating. Although we did also find out... That Batfleck will be in it, too. Yes. When are you going to quit, man? Yeah. Just quit. I know. Just quit. That was my reaction, too. I feel this bad? Very, very if little bad If you came of age... Being uh, extra in school ties, cowards, and you made a break—not a you a kind of a rolling break—because Kevin Smith's weird, still unexplainable success allowed you to be in a couple of movies. Would you find yourself always wondering where the next one was going to come from, even after you were in Paycheck Man? You're set, <laughs> right? But do yeah. you think that he has he ever turned anything down? Um, I mean, probably. Because I feel like we've been in this position before. I feel like they asked him to do, like, another Daredevil, or, like, are you going to come back and do something else? And he's always like, I don't know, man, doesn't seem like a thing. And then, bam, he's right on. When they call him, he comes. Well, there was not another Stand Daredevil, up for yourself, man. But, uh, you barely survived this last round. Yeah. 
you know, take care of your kids and your um, smoking hot girlfriend. I, like, why would you want to do this? I think he's doing it. We don't so want you to. It's not for us. No. It, it's not. Don't think you're doing us a favor. We don't I, want you to do I this. I think he's doing it to give his Batman a send off. This is That's the swan what song. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the theory is it's the Flashpoint movie. The movie starts. Ezra Miller's like, oh, thanks for the brunch, Bruce, but I still don't really get it. Right. <laughs> it's like a Bruce from the Kids in the Hall. And, yeah. uh, oh, no, let me run real fast. <laughs> and then he runs back in time. Uh, or he f- saves his mom because right. they come. My name's Martha too, and he saves her. He goes back to the future, and it's old cranky. And this is the thing where this—it's okay for them to lie to us if they're covering up a story point, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton is playing Thomas Wayne, right? He's the mean gun, red eye Batman. I don't know. We do a flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Then he go- when then he goes back, and everything's fixed. But Batman is younger, and he's Robert Pattinson. That's what you're thinking is going to happen. Um, I mean, that would be great because the video we be watched <laughs> um, didn't mention Robert Pattinson at all. No, but my thing is, how can we continue to do a Batman when you just tried to get us excited about the Batman? I know. Is he a side Batman? Yeah. He's got to be your guy going forward, right? That's right. why Affleck was supposed to quit. Yes. But he's coming back. It's too confusing. Stop it. Yeah. Please. Please, please stop. We don't need you to be in this movie. So anyway, um, that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm fine with Michael Keaton being an older Batman or being Thomas Wayne Batman, what happened? And you. was the uh, the original... I, no, no, no. Here's the deal. So, so something we watched, and I don't know if they know what they're talking about, said that Michael Keaton is going to like stick around as a Nick Fury figure. Yeah, I right. thought Superman, as in Henry Cavill, was going to be the Nick Fury figure. That's Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought that's what we read recently. And it came out in an article or two. Man of Steel 2? Yeah. Anyone? I don't, I don't know. Nothing? No reports? Nope. Nothing. Nope. nope. We did get a report about Wonder Woman. Yes. Saw another probably final trailer at this point. Yes. Uh, trailer of Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Finally revealing the look of the cheetah. Yes. The eye of the tiger, the look of the cheetah. <laughs> but I don't really feel like we got a fantastic look at her because, like, we... We 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 see a flash which is like cheetah fur and cheetah like fur? cheetah fur. Um, I thought cheetah fur was like a, a woman's name. Oh, I see. Like this Jennifer, is my friend, cheetah fur, cheetah fur. Um, and uh, we don't really get a great look at her her face as the cheetah or like a great like you know she's 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 moving and she's moving so fast she's just like a she's a furry lady cheetah blur you know. Um, cheetah fur, cheetah blur. Um, anyways, um, she, she, she looks like crap. I mean, here's the thing. I'm, I don't like cheetah because what do you do with cheetah? There's not a lot you can do. I, I don't, I just don't think there's a lot you can do, but well, you, th- you think what... strong character design is going to get us through this, right? Uh-huh. But you see, like you said, maybe they're not done with the effects or whatever, but you see the, the flashes and it's they just, better be. it's just coming a, out pretty soon. It's just a furry lady. Well, and then we see her. Um, in her in her little uh, cheetah outfit. Oh my god, I hated that. With her boots and little uh, leopard was... fringe or whatever. <laughs> and then like Kristen Wiig, like I like Kristen Wiig. I think she's a pretty good actress. We've talked about this before. Like, how do you do this? And like as Kristen Wiig, she's a comedic actress. How do you have her be serious? And how do you have her really be a threat? I, I saw know. the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. So trust me, she can do serious. Oh boy, I'm so sorry. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. It's for a podcast. Uh, and anyways, like she has like, she says like some line to Diana. She says something like, like, get used to it's it. It's my time. Or something <laughs> like that. Get used to it. And it's just like the way she delivers it. I'm just like, it just, oh, it's going to be so painful. So I don't know. I don't know. think it's going to be painful you think you don't think it's gonna be painful i just i I just i don't know i'm not as excited about it as i was before and i want all the success to go to talented people Mm -hmm. so if we could have if Kristen wig could have had a will ferrell like career and i know will ferrell he got a stranger than fiction he got a probably something else is serious yeah yeah yeah. what was that movie where he was like a alcoholic who was like selling all his stuff everything must go okay He's had a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mainly he's the guy that Comedy. yells yeah, and gets yeah, yeah. naked. Right. I wish we could have given her that. I do too. That life. Yes. Because what she seems to be intent on doing instead is trying to do serious stuff or dramatic stuff. And you're right. It's just. I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. just it's just like when you see comedic actors and things and they're and I don't know. I guess sometimes it's fine, right? But, like, it's like, well, why did the, you give them, like, a super serious role? Why did you not give them any funny lines? I hope she has funny lines in this, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, She'll be the only funny thing in this. Yeah. Don't you think? Probably. It's I mean, pretty... The last movie wasn't a laugh riot, but no. it, was, it had light. I don't know. I mean, parts. I think Chris Pine has, like, some funny lines that we Chris saw fu- from the Chris Pine is, the is, the, is the funny that Chris, people say Chris Hemsworth is. I got that out eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People say, Chris Hemsworth, oh, this is so funny. Uh, Chris Pine's funny. He is. I think he is. Um, was he... They already made a Chips movie, right? Did he, like, cameo in that? I don't know. He should. He should. I don't know. One thing I like, so so that there's a thing at the end. We we still don't know. We won't know until the movie. Like, how is he there? Whatever, not a big deal. Um, we already know the the wish stone. Um, t- uh, oh, is that what we were supposed Maxwell to get Lord from the, the trailer? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but so like, what I liked is like he's trying to figure out what to wear, but like in like eighties clothes, and he doesn't know what's cool or what's hip. And so we kind of get like a little bit of a fashion show. And that's something that you would maybe do for like a female character. They did so, that in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're right. You're right. They did. But I, I enjoy that, that, that it's, you know, for a male character. And like he, he's, he's having, he's like, wait, parachute pants? Like, does everybody wear, par- like, use parachutes now and everything? And, like, it's like, yeah. Which is, a- like, it's, like, 1918 or whatever when he left. So yeah. does he know what a parachute is? I don't know. I guess they had them technically back then, but it's not like they were paratroops. That was no. the whole point of no, not why World War par- I. paratroops were so devastating in World War II is that nobody had any way to defend against it. Right. And we don't know many paratroops anymore, really. So that was it. That was like the heyday of paratrooping. It. You missed it, Steve. Done. You missed World War Two. Yeah, I know, right? They should have set this one in World War Two. No, no, no. <sighs> it was much. such a weird, bold move to make it World War One, but ultimately, wh- why? Why? I mean, we're all a little sick of World War Two. Yeah, I see what it you're saying. It was supposed to be the like... greatest war ever, or the first war of the modern age, or whatever. When people were like, "Oh boy, war sucks." I mean, I'm sure people thought that before. But, I'm sure they did. But, I mean, that's really when it was like, oh, no, we have newspapers now. Now I know that corpse-eating rats are the greatest wow. military force in Europe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know why they decided to do that, especially too, We spent since... too much time talking about Wonder oh, Woman. Okay. <laughs> Nobody cares as I, much. I was just going to say, you know, the, the comic was really big in the 40s, and she was fighting Nazis. So, 
Yeah. Why? 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 So does this do mean that? that she didn't fight Nazis at all? There's some. Maybe the third one though. I'm assuming have she did. Yeah, and she, you know, keeps sneaking off of Paradise Island. <laughs> Diana, your yeah, low jack right. is beeping. Yeah. Where are right, you? Right. <laughs> uh, we saw not a trailer so much as a character roll call and a beso- behind the scenes video for. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> Definite article. Yes. Um, I mean, I think, you wow, know? there are so many people in this. Should we talk about the character? Oh, yeah. I, I have like, a, so many. I have a real theory that this is going to be more suicide than squad. You mean like they're going to be on for like five minutes? Because at this point, and you, and you tried to make, <laughs> you really fought with me about the Idris Elba thing. But Har- Harley Quinn, Margaret Robbie's the only A-list star in this picture. I mean, and so, you made a good point. At like, the same I time, like Idris Alba, but what other movies at the same has time, he really done? Yeah. Th- these are all like kind of mid-level comedic or uh uh, you know, character actors. Yeah. You can't pay every one of these guys to come back. Pete no. Davidson is not going to take a a pay cut for like the sequel. He's going to want more. Everybody's going to want more. Yeah, I John think John people... Cena is going to blow it out. Michael, people know who Michael Rooker so, is too. All these so, guys have to die. They're, they're yeah. all going to die, right? Yeah, and then Taika Waititi for some reason, who was like the only actor so, who wasn't like named right. after now, like with the character name, now, like that was weird. Yeah, Taika. It's actually uh, Taika Waititi. Oh, okay, sorry, Taika Waititi. Yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, we we don't know who he's playing. Oh, it is up in the air. Okay, so who's King Shark then? Steve Agee. Okay. Somebody else who, you know, he's funny, but I, he does no, no business being in this movie. Okay, Sorry. well, there you go. So, uh, yeah. Um, and it looks like it's, to me, it looks like, you know, you said like, oh, this is dark and gritty. This looks like it's not dark and gritty. We we know that the the, the first movie, I mean, how, how fun can David Ayer make anything, right? Yeah, right. Uh, what's the opposite of release? Restrain the air cut. That's mm-hmm. my hashtag. But we know that the movie got messed with and reshot because they wanted right. to have it match a trailer somebody made. I think that this will, it's James Gunn. This will yeah. be the fun blowout, just goofball so. uh, romp that we almost got for the first one, but didn't really get. And I, I, it looks like they had fun shooting it too. Will the skin of Warner Brothers execs actually itch and burn when they're watching the screening maybe this is because this will be the first time well, i mean shazam was kind of fun i guess shazam was fun although there were being like people being like devoured by monsters and thrown out of windows and stuff like that that's true um but this will be the first time that it's like no guys it's okay you're laughing that's why your body is shaking right, it's right, normal right, right i know will they even understand I, I it remains to be seen it's funny you mentioned before or somebody, somebody mentioned before, it might have been me, who knows, uh, <laughs> that really the Flash movie is supposed to kick off the, the multiverse. They really are going to try to bring this together, but also leave it open in the grand tradition of yeah. Elseworlds and that sort of thing. So they've built in the time travel there. Also, I've heard rumors that the Wish Stone thing will also stick around so we can oh do whatever we want with that. So like uh, all the be a good or all a the gifts thing. that you know Maxwell Lord is giving to the world, like resurrecting Steve Rogers and stuff, these won't be like dependent on the existence of the wish stone or his possession of it. Like they're all permanent. Wait, resurrecting Steve Rogers? <laughs> Whatever his name is. Oh, Trevor. okay, all right. 
Good catch. <laughs> I'm, nobody else would have even known. All right. Um, so, so yeah. So they're, they're, how many like outs do you need to program into your franchise to cover up your screw ups? Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Think about it. But Marvel had six stones that could control the universe and never used them to do that once. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, Warner Brothers. Um, not great. Uh, let's move on and talk real quick about the fact that a Static Shock movie is in development. Okay. This is exciting. This is the character, the uh, black young black superhero yes. created by, um, uh, gosh, Dwayne oh McDuffie. Yeah. I, I was blanking, too. I knew uh, who it was, but I couldn't put... Pull out his name and so they reason. are uh, very early days, but they are working on a um, a feature for that, which awesome. I don't know if it's going to be animated at this point. Um, might be a good way to go, but also live action could be cool, too. Yeah. Um, not much news on Aquaman 2, although James Wan has said it will be more serious and relevant. Okay. All right. Uh, environmental stuff, you think? How? Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, environmental you stuff. Talk yeah, about... the, the Pacific Garbage Patch will be the big bad in this one. Right. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Are you going to talk about police brutality and protesting in Aquaman? Uh, the Baywatch squad is just they're wow. too, they're too blowing that whistle too hard. <laughs> it's abusive to the swimmers. They get it. Oh, they get it. Oh, wow. Look, okay. Get out of the water. Okay. Um, I don't know. I got no idea. That's why I brought it up. I thought it was funny. Uh, yeah. uh, did we talk at all about the Batman HBO show, which we, nobody has any idea what's going on with that? I think we mentioned it before. I know it's going to be like a, a Gotham cop show, and I think that's about all I know about and it. And it's supposed to be set uh, – I mean, it's we'll have Batman in it. It's called a Batman show, but mm-hmm. th- it, that will cover, I think, more of the year one territory – um, so I guess the Batman movie right. is like a year two situation. And like Matt Reeves is like at least on board to like yeah, produce or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Right. Uh, let's talk about the not live action, but kind of a cartoon trailer or um, backstory video movie. Got it. Just want to jump in. Uh, for, for, the, for Black Adam? For the Black Adam movie. Yeah. So um, obviously I they haven't shot anything yet. Pre-COVID. This is like the, one of the oldest movies that I know. Warner Brothers has in development. I know. Still. Uh, so it's basically just kind of animated. And then there, The Rock is, um, or Dwayne Johnson is, is doing voiceover for it. And that's about it. So the story is he got captured by somebody. I don't even remember who. And that's the story. And years later, <laughs> you, you now, now he's out. He's free. So watch out. That's about all I got from it. Um, are you done wasting our time? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Teth Adam uh-huh. was the ruler of Kandak. Okay. Uh, thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. you know, in Conan times or maybe a little after. And he had the powers of the Shazam, but he kind of did his own thing with them. And so eventually the gods imprisoned him right. because he was too rebellious. But now he's back, baby. Right. If you smell uh, 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 what uh, uh, the croc is eating. <laughs> Crocodiles in, the right. in Egypt. Right. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that's what we're doing with that. 
Um, it will also introduce Justice Society characters like Hawk, Hawkman, Dr. Fate, et al. Oh. Like, will there be a Hawk girl? Question mark? Do you like being continually disappointed? No. That's that's the life that you set up for yourself. I know. She's like <laughs> one of my absolute favorite comic yes, characters yes. but i particularly there's so many different versions of her and yes 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 we've got much more i know to get angry about i know um also let's talk real quick about the shazam sequel it'll be called theory of the gods that's all we know okay all right but it will also be serious and more political oh my goodness <laughs> i don't think that's true okay. uh <laughs> let's talk about video games yes two big video game announcements yes the first is the release of gotham knights yes not by rocksteady but in the rocksteady arkham universe mm-hmm. uh wb games montreal who made arkham origins for mm-hmm. the arkham series will be taking on this one it seemed i, I heard an article say they're gonna kill off bruce wayne do you guys play the games? Bruce Wayne died at the end of Arkham Knight. So they're all they're doing is just picking up right after right, Arkham right, Knight. Right. And so Both him and Joker three died, Robins, right? Three Robins and a Batgirl yeah. will be taking on the criminals of Gotham who are swarming now that Batman is gone. Yes. Um, I think it looks like it could be pretty promising. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it not being a Rocksteady game. Um, but... Um, I, I think the graphics look good. I like the idea of the Bat family fighting without Batman, but kind of carrying that torch and, and protecting Gotham. Um, torch. I, I, Dick. Put on the cowl. Oh, my God. Coward. All no right. no one should know that Batman is, is dead. No, you're right. You, you are correct about that. Yes. Um, no, that's a good point. Damien would do it if he was a little taller. Yeah, right. Anyway. Um, yeah, it looks right. No, that's a good point. I just don't know how they'll balance the characters. Another game I don't know how they'll balance the characters yeah. is the Suicide Squad game. Yeah. This one is by Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good news. Yeah. Um, the other news is, I, again, I don't know how they're going to juggle all these characters. I don't either. Also, why? W- let's focus on Harley Quinn instead of Deadshot so I don't sound racist. Okay. Why do you have to change the characters to, to look like one movie that didn't do all that great. That's what I want to know, reviled, too, actually. You know? Because she looks like Harley Quinn from the movies. Yes. And um, Deadshot And I is... don't understand why that is. Deadshot looks like... Because, remember, you developed these things over years. So Deadshot looks like they weren't sure if Will Smith was coming back or the announced Idris Elba was playing Deadshot now. So he looks like kind of like a amalgam between Will Smith and, Dead, and Idris Elba. Yeah, it's not like he looks particularly a lot they're like trying to skate them, the line but, on this one right, yeah yeah which is just like uh but but the, like i don't think that boomerang looks like jai courtney so why do that for the other two characters? no boomerang is 100 percent comics boomerang so why do that for the, the little, other characters little pilots stewardess hat and everything yeah so i have i don't know it's weird it's weird and i don't think that like Wait, Harley in like the new Harley cartoon, she doesn't look like the the Harley from No, uh, she's kind of a mix of a I know different yeah, styles. But so but I why the movie? I just don't understand the fixation. But um but apparently they're 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 fighting the evil Justice League. They're they're darker possessed somehow. We see Superman basically kill a guy in the trailer. So. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um I don't know. It could be fun. 
Um, I don't know how, like you said, I don't know how you're going to jump from character to character. Will you get to choose, like, which character you're playing in a mission? Will you get to, like, switch between characters on a single mission? Yes. Yeah. All those okay. things. All right. Um, real quick, before we talk about the big enchilada, Neil Gaiman has revealed the Sandman series will be set in the present day. Now. Are you are you talking about the podcast, or what are you talking about? Nope, the Netflix series that they're working on. Oh, I didn't realize that they were doing a Netflix series. I don't remember talking about that before. Hotly anticipated. Okay. He was on a panel with Michael Sheen and people from the podcast, but yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I mean. Uh, yes. Look, the, I mean, I, he's involved in it. He's, that doesn't mean it's going to be good, but like he's, I assume, you know, writing it or whatever, or just involved. So if he thinks it can be modern day fine i suppose there's no reason why it couldn't be set in the modern day yeah but period pieces are so gd popular right now yeah and so much of it is tied to the sort of you know punk movements of the 80s the guy looks like robert smith for crap's sake why not why just, not just do it in the set 80s. it then yeah you know well, i know you're going to be just... doing flashbacks where you it, you go back to old and timey days and things like that yeah. so why not just give it some latitude and just do what you want. I'm a little nervous with the idea of Netflix adapting this because I think we've talked about previously they're not really great at adapting other works into TV film. They don't have a great track record. Let me just put it that way. Netflix? Yeah. Well, Netflix is just a monolith that represents... I mean, there has to be Netflix suits like there are, you know, Paramount suits or whatever. Yeah, but yeah generally... Um, Generally, their stuff is just generally bad. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not thrilled about that. I think maybe it would. I don't know. I don't know if it would do good better than HBO or not. Good or omens. Something. American Gods went so wrong. Yes, that's true. That I have to imagine, unless he's really stupid and his recent, you know, separation and divorce, did the divorce go through? I don't know. Anyway, yeah. He's not all wise, but uh-huh. you'd think, at least from a business perspective, you know, if HBO's or no, Stars, Showtime's, no, whatever remember. it was. It might have been Showtime. But getting yeah. burned in cables, like, I'm going to get what I want on Netflix, right? I mean, there's yeah, a reason I that guess. he's doing it on Netflix, other I than they're just throwing a, a billion dollars at him. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It's just, you know, as a property and the aforementioned adapt- adaptation problem, mm-hmm. I just hold out no hope, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Speaking of no hope, Zack Snyder revealed a trailer for the Snyder Cut, yep. which is uh, planned to be re- released in four parts on HBO. Uh-huh. The trailer so featured long. quite a lot of footage that we haven't seen before. Most of it we hadn't seen before. Because that's the plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was set to Leonard Cohen's. Hallelujah. I just, when I think about this, I hear a different song called The Sounds of Silence from <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. And I just stare into oblivion like, yeah, we got to get this guy some new cassette tapes. I know. I know. It's so true, though. I tell you my theory about that. I don't know that you have. Zack Snyder's a big old nerd, and it doesn't matter how many tattoos he gets or how many push-ups he does. He will always be have the insecurity of a nerd that didn't didn't make it. I'm a nerd, and I don't really care what you what you think about me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not like bragging about that, but that's one way to go. Another way to go is 
just feel like I need to prove myself to everyone forever. I'm always yeah. going to be in that locker. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what's going on, right? No, I think you're probably and right. And so in his moment of somewhat diluted triumph, <laughs> you know, because he's now a TV director instead mm-hmm. of a theatrical director, he's made this huge deal for a ton of cash. This is him. He's back, baby, from outer space. And when I think of him and using music music and movies, yep. as we all do, we all think of the biggest, most self-owning mistake he ever made yes. was doing that e- explicit sex scene to... To Leonard Cohen. Yeah. So if he's going to pick... This song. If he's going to pick some music for his huge comeback trailer, look at all this footage that, that mean old Joss Whedon cut out of my thing. He's, this is his victory lap, right? That's what he's doing. I just, it's such there a There are so many choice. songs in the world. I know. And you also, by using the same song, you were reminding us of that. But he that... wants to. He is rubbing our faces in it. Of he, your poor decision we know that before. He hates, he you're hates showing us. us. We know he hates us. But you're showing us another poor decision. I just. Not to him. He's, he's, this is his, him saying, I was right. This is it. But you weren't, Zach. You weren't. <laughs> and and, and this you is, could not be This more is MacArthur wrong. coming back to the... This, I have returned. He's back in the Philippines. I, I just... Playing I, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. And it's such a beautiful song. It's just... It doesn't... It doesn't... It doesn't work. Well, anyway, you know it does work? Settings. What? Complaining about Joss Whedon on panels. Because Warner Brothers has launched yes. an independent investigation into the production of Justice League yep. under Joss Whedon. Yeah. Right. Now, I heard about that. Everybody's bases must be covered because I assume they're not just going to... Maybe this is a PR stunt and they're just going to investigate Joss Whedon, who's speaking of like your reputation not being great. There we go. But what if they examine the film both productions and are like, well, a lot of stuff's going on here. Like, Zack yeah, Snyder wasn't, wasn't exactly keeping it together yeah. either. Yeah. Um, they I must mean, feel like they, uh, they've they got everything locked down. They must. <sighs> yeah. Um, interestingly enough, I read that um, um, Ray Fisher, right, like, um, was not... Uh, on any of the panels at fandom like when a lot of other probably asked him not to be or he decided ray, not to ray we don't ray we don't need any more of this right we launched the we, we want to keep the it thing. down this is supposed to be a party keep it on dl yeah, yeah. right so maybe i don't know i, don't know. I have no idea because he's a loose cannon i've heard you you can't that guy Whew. what really I, he appears to be cultivating this this perception this personality where he's like uh, i'm gonna know. say whatever i want yeah i know i don't i don't i don't know how to take it um take it to court yeah i guess that's what they're gonna do yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway um hey a lot of information um notice how we didn't talk about tv at all <laughs> yeah uh a lot of information a lot of it good some of it wait and see i gotta say you know for a sort of hall h-esque experience they delivered mm-hmm. and it's a lot bigger of a deal than just bringing out an Oscar winning actor and putting a Marvel hat on them and going, well, see you in five years. Right. You know, this is a right. lot of this stuff is coming out next year or early the year after. Yes. And so, you know, it's 
beware here comes the imminent tidal wave of new dc content yeah so, yeah all in all however you feel it's, it's a win i gotta say it's you know yeah. they did a good job i think so too um well <laughs> needs to be seen when uh black adam and the flash movie will come it out. doesn't matter when black adam comes out <laughs> I know Chinese people can sing. So why? Why Donny Osmond? I don't know. That's a good question. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, for a movie that so impressively, especially, I mean, obviously it's set in China, but they could have done whatever they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They could have done what they have a lot of people they can go to. Longtime voice actors. Some of the, you know, some of the people in this I guess if you're going to have a Harvey Fierstein, there's got to be an Asian Harvey Fierstein out there. Probably. But they went with, you know, with what they went with. Yes. Um, and, I mean, you can debate whether that's good or bad. I think that the current conversation has right. pretty much decided that that's, that's not good. Right. But a lot of, a lot of wins in this. Yes. There, there are a lot of and, uh, Asian voice actors And in keeping this. it open for everybody. Because yeah. uh, how do you do a movie without George Decay? <laughs> Even though it doesn't make any sense that he's in it. Wait, George Takei is in this? Yeah, uh, me saying oh my a couple times oh, over the I... court. He plays the head ghost. Oh, okay. Wow. All right, I didn't realize that. And okay. then, of course, the dragon in the room, <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Who, yeah, who, I know. You know, he was in The Golden Child, right? It all it all pans out. Yeah, okay. Wow. <laughs> I, can't, I can't explain that one. Um, he plays a guardian so maybe he's not chinese no no but... no spirits uh, and ghosts and guardians have no race uh, oh yeah okay all right i see what you're saying <laughs> no, i'm not saying anything oh, okay. they can make a lot of a lot of modern joke humors uh hey you know uh the, the genie wasn't uh, wasn't arabic that's true nobody else in the film is arabic but that the genie sure, sure wasn't also true <laughs> Yeah, right. Well, I don't want the whole conversation to be about whitewashing, but I figured we'd just get it in early. All right. Yep, get well, it out on. there. Came yeah. out in 1998. It's the 36th animated feature, and it's the um, the, the ninth. There's a period they call the Disney Renaissance that started, mm-hmm. I believe, in uh, 1989 with the release of Beauty and the Beast. Or, excuse me, uh, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yep. Uh, so yep. this is the ninth of the Renaissance, mm-hmm. and the cracks are showing in the renaissance in my opinion <laughs> wow okay there are some films that are more successful than yeah. others yeah, some that are true. remembered more than others yes um but i think mulan is well, what would you say i think it's pretty well remembered and loved maybe not as much as i mean maybe it's kind of somewhere in the middle uh of the renaissance you know i wouldn't necessarily well, it's literally in the middle of the rest. I, I I understand that, but but I I think that a lot of people. I love it, but I don't know that everybody would put it at the same uh, marker point as say Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Lion King. Nobody would. Those are the first three. 
Yeah, but I'm saying as far well, as well, Aladdin was in between, and uh, Aladdin, yeah. and 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 I, I I'm saying as 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 far as like being held up as some of the best of this of this time, not not. You in took the a order. long time to say it's all right. <laughs> I love it. I, know, I love it. But you I think promised at the beginning of the show that you were going to be impartial. I am trying I my to, best to be impartial. To it's going to be very. It's going to be very difficult for me. Keep that promise. Mm-hmm. Miguel Ferrer is not Chinese either, <laughs> or Mongolian. Yeah, right. Oh, Miguel Ferrer. Still too soon. I don't know who that is. You do. Oh, okay. He is Bob Morton, who had to be killed uh, because he made a mistake. Okay. Uh, Coke party with a lady in a Nagahide <laughs> miniskirt. Okay. Uh, what do you want from me? He was a Albert, uh, special agent Albert something in Twin Peaks, the mean guy. Okay. Uh, he's just been in so many things. Like, okay, okay I believe you. Don't just believe... tell me what happens in Mulan. Wow. Um. So, uh, basically, what happens in Mulan is he's in Hot Shots too. I spent so long <laughs> since I've seen that movie. Okay, great. Um, we'll get into the specifics of this, I guess, later. But um. Basically, uh, the um, the Hun army invades uh, China, and so the emperor is asking uh, for everyone in China to uh, provide uh, one male fighter for the army to fight against the Huns. Um, Mulan is the only child, and she's kind of a screw-up. Lovable screw up, but she's a screw up. And um, they come to her town, and um, her her dad has to accept it. And he um, he's an older guy, and he can't even really walk without the use of a cane. But he's like, no, I'm going to do it because it's the right and honorable thing to do. And she decides um, largely to protect her her father um, and her her family that she is going to go in his place so she dresses as a man and goes off runs away to uh join the army and fight the huns and she is joined along the way by mushu who is a guardian or a demoted guardian for her ancestors and also a lucky cricket and her horse so whose name is khan the truck yeah it doesn't the, the historicity is, it doesn't make any sense nope. all through the thing. We'll talk about that. Uh, yeah, featuring the trifecta of cute animals that every single plucky female yep. princess had to have. Right. Um, is she not a princess, but, but, n- but neither they, was Belle. Right. She's Chinese Belle, isn't she? Mm. The thing starts out, she's like, this girl won't want to get a husband, boop, boop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, like, I think she, technically she's not a princess, right? Because she's not, she's she's not royalty. Uh, but I think Disney Snow White, was she royalty. Yes, she was somebody's. She was. Her father, father was king, king, and the the her her evil stepmother was queen, uh, and she's the one who curses the apple and everything. So yes, yeah, she was a princess. Yeah, stepmothers really took a beating. Back oh my! Fairy tale days. So huh? so much so. Yeah. Um, stepdads apparently not a thing. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, uh, but I think that Disney includes Mulan a lot in their their princess line. It's their only Asian. 
princes. Yeah. So. So yeah. Yeah. Of course they do. So so technically not, but she's often included. So yeah. And they've got two Pacific Islander princes. I don't know if Lilo is a is a princess or not, but. Nobody really talks about that movie anymore. Is it because they had to cut that scene Mo- out where they Moana? crash a plane into a building? Wait, what are you talking about? 9-11 messed up everything. It messed what? up Batman. It messed up Lilo and Stitch. It messed up, oh, just Lilo, messed up Lilo and Stitch. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Lilo? Yeah. I thought it was Lilo. I Isn't it Lilo? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so nobody knows if Mulan was real or not. Um, there's one thing we do know. Uh, Disney created a character named Fa Mulan. <laughs> So they could own it totally. <laughs> you can't oh, if they had had right. That's the only thing I can think of. Because okay. the the this the uh, legendary figure is Hua Mulan. Okay. But you can't trademark a legendary figure, yeah, so yeah. they made Fa Mulan. Right. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> well, you guys uh, would know. Of course they did. You guys would know about the copyright. Yeah. I trust you. Um, and it is, yeah. I mean, the historicity is we don't know. Um. She was mentioned in a couple um, very ancient works, mm-hmm. like kind of like the Marvel Universe handbook of like Chinese heroic women or something like that. Sure. And so she's in there. With, and that was in like, you know, around the t- turn of the first millennium. And so we figure, you know, she's been a tradition and a story for a long time. Whether yeah. there is a historical basis, nobody really knows. Sure. Okay. And she is, you know, they say China a lot in this, but she is not technically Chinese. Oh. Well, first of all, there was... China wasn't united no, at this point, Well, right? it was... Shui Hongdi uh, Hong had come and gone, but she was part of um, the the Wei Kingdom, or the, the Northern Wei Kingdom, which was a sort of... This is about 100, maybe 150 years after the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Okay. And so it's a northern promise. Uh, promise. Pro, uh, province? Province. Okay. Northern promise is the sequel to Eastern Promises. <laughs> so she's technically Shanbei, which is, I don't know. I People in Shanbei, you know, are Chinese now. Okay. Um, when people, I think from what I understand, what most Chinese people think of Mulan as a Chinese hero. I, from um, what I understand. Although she yeah. is from a specific, um, you know, region, a specific ethnicity of Chinese. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then the Huns, that's a problem, too. Yeah, I was going to say, that is a problem. Well, Hun is really just a name that gets applied to a lot of kind of raiders okay. over a span of time. Okay. Um, these are probably, these are like proto-Mongols. This is way before the Khans, which is why the horse's name is kind of weird. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're essentially, you know, Mongol-esque figures who in some some interpretations of um, history or historical geography, you know, put them, put Huns in, sort of in this area, in the sort of Mongolian area. Okay, sure. So, but just the idea, I mean, they just, you know, they represent just an other, basically. They're, they're just case. pure evil yeah. in this film. That's just how yeah. they're presented. Which makes me, do Mongolians like Mulan? <laughs> yeah, the, I wonder. You know, interesting, I... Um, no more beef for you. Right, well... I I I rewatched um, the uh, live action Mulan trailer um, just recently, and in that they refer to the bad guys as Northern Invaders. Yeah, so that, that so, works. They're, so they're not Huns. Yeah, that's Hun you know? basically. Basically, yeah. But it's w- without labeling them that. So yeah, I I think that's that's probably the probably a good move. choice. But yeah. yeah. Um. Do you, so, uh, yeah, in the Great Wall of China, sure, sure. I know. Um, 
So, I, I mean, I guess I don't know what to say about this. We can go through the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, what, what do you like about this movie? What do I like about this movie? Yeah, why do, why do you like it? Um, <laughs> wow, you're just going to laugh at me. I'm, uh, I'm just laughing at the situation of, you know, you trying to convince me that this is just one of the Disney animated greats. When I remember seeing it in the theater and being like, there you go. Well, to me it is. I'm much more excited about, well, I don't know how I'm ever going to watch it, but I'm much more excited about the live action version. You know, I definitely think this is a situation where, you know, why remake a classic? Well, because you can do it now. Mm-hmm. You know, PG-13, I know they had it back then, but I'm just saying like the changes in sort of attitudes about on-screen violence and things like that means that you can deliver. She's not going to be cutting people's heads off, but you can deliver... No. A movie which is chiefly about, about war. war is the central conflict. Yeah, man. But there's nothing you, you can really do with that in a cartoon. Not she really. has to blow up an avalanche and, yeah. and still well, and killed a lot of men that day. You know what I mean? Like we're talking about like an army of thousands being decimated. Mm-hmm. But it's like it was a firework, so that's okay. I but like you... I think that the I like it because I really like the character of Mulan. I think that she is um very brave and courageous and that I think I mean she talks about this in the film part of the reason why she does this is to protect and and save her father right because yeah. she's worried that he if he goes away he's not coming back he is going to die um why would they take him I know he's because, clearly not because a they, they soldier this is the rule this is the law they want they want one uh male from every family sure but, like, you are old and you've got a bum leg yep. and your youngest son is, like, in diapers. Just give us a bag of rice. You know I know. what I mean? I, just I give, it, just give us an saying. extra tax or something yeah. like that. Like, why would you just – but and that's the conflict. This I is guess. how it's fair, quote, unquote, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, so so I like that. And I, I like that the one of the reasons she goes is to, is to protect her um, – to protect her father and she talks about later how maybe one reason why else she went is to kind of prove that she's not a screw up that she can do something and that 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 she can bring honor to her family um and i really this tomboy act to the test i i really like that too um uh i so that's like the main reason why i like it because it's like here is a this is a girl but she's doing stuff and she she's um you know she's she's fighting she's doing like action stuff she's doing stuff that you wouldn't necessarily typically see a girl doing and people she gains people's respect and um they she's actually really clever like the whole blowing up the avalanche thing like nobody else had that idea and she has we see later at the palace she she has a lot of other idea you know yeah, yeah, and she climbs the she Captain America's the thing by getting the arrow down by yes. using her mind or whatever. Yes, exactly. Um, so so I really like that too. That she's she's also really clever. Um, I also personally really like Mushu. Um, and I I know you're rolling your eyes at me right now. Oh, they can hear it. Um, yeah. Um, uh, so I I love Mushu. I've always loved Mushu. Um, I know you know say what you will about Eddie Murphy. I I think that I I think it's funny for the most part i mean he's kind of a screw up too so they're they're kind of like a good pair as yeah, far but as i'm not goes. invested in his his journey at all i don't care if a cartoon dragon 
reclaims his spot oh. or among the the ancestor spirits or, or whatever. I care. These are the gargoyles from Hunter, Notre Dame to me. That's why I'm glad that the live action movie is going to get rid of all this stuff. Like you've got, you, you've we're talking about like one of the great military campaigns yeah, of China and one of their greatest heroes. You know, know. Like, there's so much stuff you can do with that now that we don't have to sing every ten minutes and we mm-hmm. don't have to entertain the kitties with crickets and stuff like that. Like we can have, you know, a real thrilling sort of intense kind of thing with like people worried about stuff and actually maybe doing some battles and strategies and seeing how Mulan's intelligence, you know, will help them right. rather than just, you know, you know, I guess blowing up the mountain was a good trick, but. And so, the, so that's basically why I like this film so much. And, um, where does the music rank in comparison to the lion King? Uh, it's not as good as lion King. Um, I picked that because everybody loves it. I don't really love The Lion King all that much. Oh, I like The Lion King. Um, the Lion King, the songs are really good in The Lion King. Um, they made a state. I like the stage show of The Lion King. It's great. Um, what? It, it's really cool. Um, but um, I guess what I like. Can you imagine? Which, which, which guy are you? That's who I'm, you're the Lion King, huh? Yeah, I'm the third giraffe. Right. Uh, Head's pretty heavy. But, I know. Uh, right, right. Exactly. Know, it's good money. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, it looks cool. Um, I love the uh, the Reflection song. I think it's maybe just called Reflection or whatever, but I really, yeah. really like that. And I guess the other thing I like about Mulan is like her struggle with um, identity and like, you know, like finding out like who she is and trying to find that balance of accepting like who she is and like hoping that her family can, like, accept her for who she is, too. Um, Because, you know, at the beginning of the film, she doesn't have that. I feel like she knows who she is. She's just, you know, the song should be about... All Disney princesses have that. They all want more than this provincial life. Yeah, I know. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't feel like that stands out for her, but I guess it is there. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I don't know what's it, what was going on with me when we just uh, rewatched this recently. But oh, really? I think, but I think <laughs> I was um, kind of emotional. I've seen this film like I don't even know how many times, so many times, and I don't think I've cried like once. And I like cried while I was watching this like twice. You know what I mean? Um, like I, um, I cried like uh, when her. Um, Basically, like, she, uh, her dad, like, yells at her, like, you know, when they're having dinner, and she's, like, saying she doesn't want him to go, and then, then like, he's saying, like, I know my place, you you should know yours, and stuff like that, and then, like, you see her crying, and then, like, you see her decision and her determination to, to make the choice that she does. Then a dragon follows her. Yeah, I, and, then, and then there's some... <laughs> comedic well that's one of my things well that's that's really cool to hear Uh, i'm gonna feel bad about the next 15 minutes of things i'm gonna say because of it but that's another thing is that we immediately establish okay uh northern invaders are climbing over the wall of china this bad news uh you've got this young woman who 
uh, is trapped in this thing where she's going to have to get a husband and she doesn't want to do it and got all these problems. Like, real stakes to this. Mm-hmm. And the next scene is like, oh, no, it's just ghosts. <laughs> There's just some ghosts who are talking about stuff. Well, and they try to cram the dumbest, like, cheesiest jokes in. It's like, if you don't have any ghost jokes, why have ghosts? You know, just have the one ghost or something. But the ghosts are all like, oh, uh, they don't teach that dance from my day. Boop, 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 boop. I mean, like, I could. Cares. It could have been better written. I, I think the one <laughs> really good one was like they were talking when they're talking about like how why Mushu got demoted um, and is no longer considered to be a great guardian. And it's then we ghoulish. S- yeah, literally. Well, it is. Guy's head. He's missing his head. He's holding it. But um, he plays volleyball with it later. So it's fine. I, I, yeah, I know. Um, I don't. This movie isn't about this, really. Um, so one, I wonder why they keep bringing it up. But we won't bring it up too much in this. But there's a lot of comments about like we're gonna do a drag show. And I didn't and appreciate that. Stuff. I think that that could have been better. I I'm think not really that's sure why all that was necessary. I don't think it's necessary either. I think Miss Mushu says something about uh, Mr. Man or something like that, or <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. And, yeah. And it's like okay, well. I don't think we were um, nearly as sensitive about that sort of thing. I had not a lot of time for Mushu at all. Yeah. I don't. Plus, you know, if this magical dragon is, it's the Harry Potter thing. How good is he if everybody's just giving him crap all the time? Here's a, here's the fastest broom in the world, Harry. Do good in Quidditch. Mm. And so she's got this magical dragon following her around, giving her stuff. But it paid off in the (laughs) scene where the guy rides the panda bear up. So, he's, that was he's operating scene. the stuffed thing, you know, yeah. and then he's like, "I gotta give you a piece of my mind. I'm gonna tell the general all about this." <laughs> you never seen a black and white before, yeah. And then at the end, like the panda just starts climbing up a tree, and they're like, "Okay, right, <laughs> pull the soldier up and up." Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Um, but few and far between. All right. And he was just practicing for Shrek. This is he. This is the character he plays in Shrek. The, it, it, he's basically donkey in yeah. this. Yeah. That's true. So maybe in hindsight, just doesn't look that great. Um, great example. This entire movie is a great example of them pushing the boundaries of what you'd think they could get away with in a Disney animated film these mm-hmm. days. Just it, that it's about killing a lot of northern invaders yes. and cross-dressing. Yeah. Um, I felt like, of course, there's not only so much you can do. But I thought the bathing scene was was kind of funny. I think the bathing scene is really and I'm funny. Not, I don't want them to do more with that in the live action one that's coming up. But no, but that, that's just funny. I, it's dramatic irony. It's situation comedy. Well, it's dramatic irony. Yeah. And uh, well, for some of the characters, and so yeah, and it's situational, and it's yeah, it's funny. Right, like we, you know, we could make up. No, no, we don't. We could just close our eyes. You gotta come and up here. Swim come around. on, get up here and wrestle me. Yeah, and it's like ah, uh, no. Let's rub our bodies together. And come she, on. She finds like a lily pad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought it. I thought it was funny. Um, the situation that you find yourself in, though, when you have a Disney musical, is that you can't. It's hard to sing irony, <laughs> and it's hard to sing like commentary in something when you don't have like things to go with it and so songs like make a man out of you just get pulled out for disney compilation albums and it's like yeah donny osmond's gonna make a man out of you what's going on Mm -hmm. these aren't these are daughters not sons and the context of the movie is kind of lost the the song that i thought i I, one of my favorite songs in the film that i thought they could have gone farther with was like 
you know, we're, we're going to find a girl worth fighting for or whatever. Yeah, but I like, it's like that one all too. totally ironic. And mm-hmm. and I just taking it out, just listening to the soundtrack. It's like, you know, totally different thing. Well, and then I like that in that Mulan was like, what about a a, a girl who um, what is what does she say? Some, something who always speaks her mind, like a girl who uh, it's something she always speaks her mind. And now I can't remember what it is. Um, I believe you, but but yeah, and they were all like, "Nah," you know, because <laughs> so so that was like a really good um, thing too. Yeah, um, it, you know, it's it, 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 I would compare it to would a guy watch guys and dolls? I guess there are guys in it and dolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it like the you lose the context of sit down, you're rocking the boat when you just sing it outside of the play, and you don't yeah. understand that it's part of this long con where these guys yes. have to just keep <laughs> this prayer meeting going or whatever right. and pretend like they're really into this. Yeah. And so, yeah, but you just lose that when it's just some guy no, that's singing true. it in a musical review. Yeah. But that's the problem with musicals, I guess. Yeah. I think that's a problem with, with most musicals. I, have... I guess I didn't really like to, um, after she gets, so she gets injured and she gets discovered and she tries to explain herself and, and basically, uh, the captain is, is basically like... I don't like you anymore. It tastes like well, a burger. Well, right. I don't know. Um, I, I understand, like, he feels like he can't trust this person anymore uh, because there, this was a big... Oh, my trust. It's so, you know, so uh, tainted. But uh, <laughs> uh, but basically, he's like, you know, a life for life. I'm going to spare your life. I'm not going to kill you, which, I mean, good. But basically doesn't trust her once she shows up in the city and she's like, you know, the Han army is here. I know they are. And you have to listen to me. Nobody's listening to her. And so she goes and she tries to find other people to listen to her and nobody will listen to her. And then Mushu, she says something to Mushu and he's like, huh, what? And it's so, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. But then he's like, you're but then he's like, well, you're a girl again. Remember? And nobody says anything after that. And I, that really bothered me. You well, know, it's like, but I, she's I get skilled it. skilled at cross-dressing. Why wouldn't she just dress up like a guy? These people don't know th- that she's who she is. They don't know. She's not disgraced to them. That's true. Why not use your skill then to dress up like a guy and be like, oh, we do, there's, they're inside the lion. They're talented, skilled performers. Yeah. Right, right, right. As well right. as being northern invaders. Right. Operating a dragon. I know. I know. Um, yeah, I like too that they I like they were reviewing the 2020 movie. It hasn't come out yet. I like that they split the Lee Shane character into like just two different characters, mm-hmm. and there's still a love interest, which I don't think we need. I don't there the, is the love interest. Yes. Oh, it's not the captain an, though. Yeah, it's Donnie Yen and some other guy, and Donnie Yen is is the is a captain, but he's like the uh, you know, her mentor. He's the guy that makes a man out of her. Mm-hmm. And but there's another soldier guy who's like a lieutenant or something uh, that okay. is kind of the love interest okay this is a four quadrant thing here we can't not have a love interest i guess except um, it's weird like the ancient chinese the advanced storytelling they never felt like we needed that I, stories right. about a girl who goes to war fights for 12 years and help wins the wins the war for them and then on only then does she take her helmet off and they're like holy crap you're a girl right she's like we've been having sex for 10 years no whoa um <laughs> Uh, You're a girl? <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, campaigns are long. Yeah, okay. Um, I watched the there there's a very short it's under two minutes, like featurette about the new um 
uh, Mulan film, and they talk about Donnie Yen's. Uh, it's an interview kind of with the with the director of the film, and she talks about how impressed she was with Donnie Yen's uh, martial arts sword skills. Like he does this sword demonstration um, at this one point in the film, and he was so fast that she actually had to shoot it again in like slow mo to make sure she got everything. Whoa! <laughs> sometimes I, I think it's sometimes cool. I think they just how much how much time? Okay, you wouldn't believe. Oh my goodness! Mm. Oh, yeah, maybe. Right. I, don't I, don't, know. I don't know. Okay. Um. Well, that's cool. Uh. So the payoff. This is the payoff to everything. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. Is that her three friends yes. dress up like women at the end? Yep. As a part of the plan that I feel like there was a lot of ways to accomplish what they did, but yeah. they decided to dress up like women. Yeah. I don't know where they got the rice powder from. I don't know where they got the kimonos from. I don't know where they got the fresh fruit that they use as their breasts from. But... <laughs> fresh fruit breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nothing better. Um, to take the sticker off before you eat. Uh, <laughs> or rub them against your shirt. Wow. Um, I, yeah, I don't. But that's the payoff, right? Yeah. So that makes it cool. Does, here's a question, mm. and I have not done the homework, but we could go into it. Does cross-dressing in Disney movies wane after this? Because I feel like there's a lot of it. There Even is. up to and including Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. chiefly about her cross-dressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the end of cross-dressing in, Dis- in Disney movies? I don't know the answer to that. I haven't, it's been... What was after Mulan? I something forgettable. I don't remember. When did Brother Bear come on the scene? I don't remember. I never saw it. Um, yeah. Um, probably it was sometime after this, but I don't remember. Do you know that Mulan is on Once Upon a Time on ABC? Of course she is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that know. makes sense. Don't know how to feel about that. Well, um, they basically it's ABC is owned by Disney, right? So they're just like yeah, yeah, I know. But I mean, like, do you have to have Elsa on it? That's just crazy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, yes, they do. Um, there, there's. I don't think there's any cross dressing in Frozen. Um, but I don't know. I don't remember what <laughs> if what this what the snowman dresses up as. I don't know. Maybe he does dress up. Well, the answer to the question I asked you and you didn't yes. know the answer to is Tarzan. <laughs> Which I think I've seen. I feel like Tarzan has once. a bonnet on at some point, right? I don't know. Wow, I don't know. And then they did dinosaur, and all bets are off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the next. That's the the last phase of Disney animation. No, I don't know. Um. Are you looking forward to Raya and the Last Dragon, which we know nothing about? I don't know. Should I be? I I have no opinion about it, honestly. The um. dragon is voiced by Aquafina. <laughs> it's based on the legends. Of Southeast Asian countries, so we're talking like uh, Vietnam, okay. Cambodia, Myanmar. I don't know. That could be cool. Sure. Um, that could be really cool. I, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that one. Mushu has the wrong number of toes. How many toes should he have? He's supposed to have. Wait, no, what is it again? It's like the far. Is it the farther you go south, the less toes they have? I don't know. I but don't remember. Chinese dragons have four toes if they're supposed to. If they're representing something imperial, and they have. Three if they don't because they have to have less toes because the emperor has gets more toes. Well, he should have three then because I think he has four. Um, yeah, but he's like a holy ancestor dragon or something. Yeah, but they're not. I wonder. I if don't they... think that they are imperial. Are they? I don't know. I didn't get that sense. I think they're 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 doing okay because they've got a whole like a gated house with a garden and everything. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, Fa, Mr. Fa definitely owns all of the. He is the landlord of that I, entire I'm not, I'm not city saying he's the sure. landlord. I'm not saying that. This I'm, movie I'm also in uh, War Hero. We know that much, right? Because he they, says, "Yeah, we well. don't know what he did." Sat on a horse the whole time. Wow. Uh, we uh, know, though, that this movie uh, was another example of um, a heavy use of CGI. Mm. Started in films like Hunchback in Notre Dame, where they started to use CGI to thaw out some of the scenes and mm. do a little extra stuff. It might have been in Hercules, but Hercules was more of like a character-based kind of thing. Um, and then Mulan, you know, there was a lot of great scenes, I think done to pretty good effect, where there are these huge sort of sweeping scenes that we see, um, and a lot of that is uh, is a computer. Well, I could, the one scene I could really tell was when they are, are, are fighting the Huns, and we see them, the Hun army come up over, like, this ridge, and they're just kind of running towards them. Um, that much I could tell. Yeah. Um. I wonder this does the film doesn't necessarily do a great job of this and if you're a kid you probably don't care um but like how long is this you know how much time has passed since she runs away from home till the end of the film um my guess that it is that it should be at least a year considering they defeat the Hun army mm-hmm. like about a mile from the capital yeah <laughs> this is like mini china yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, I I think it should be at least a year because the... War of the Wee Kingdoms. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. Um, because the um the flowering tree in their garden um is still in bloom when she comes home, so it would make more sense if it was a year later. Are they magnolia blooms? I don't that's know. That's what Mulan means in Chinese. Oh, that would be that would be smart, probably. Then, who knows? I don't know. Um, would you recommend this movie? I would, yes. I love this movie, and I still love this movie. I know, movie. you've said that a million times. Yeah, well. I, uh, I guess. You guess. I'm just, look, it's like I said, I'm, I'm just, this is my marking time until we can review the live action one. Yeah, I know. Because I really am anticipating that greatly. I am and too. And I share the distress of the French theater manager yes. who destroyed, he demolished that Mulan standee. I know. Uh, out of his frustration that uh, he would not be getting that movie at his theater. Yeah, and I uh, I, I hear that, um, and I get that. <sighs> he wasted that standee like Mulan wasted the armies of the Huns. That's right. <laughs> Well, that's it for this week. Uh, I think we did it up, mm-hmm. did it back, yes. went to the capital, came back home. That's right. Hugging the emperor. Yes. Just, just for that. Thank you for saving China. Oh, thanks. Kill her. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, but maybe not. Um, no. That is uh, it for our work on Milan tonight. And sorry if I kind of slept locked through this, but it's like I said, I just don't, didn't change my opinion of the film at all, really. All right. Uh-huh. I am like that tree by the water. Mm-hmm. I shall not be moved. Okay. That's, you don't have to be. And That's neither fine. will you. Uh-huh. Intractable. 
well, whatever. Just enough intractability. Oh, okay. The podcast. Wow. Wow. Uh, if you want to hear more of our intractable, just filth and trash coming out of our mouths, you can find us on social medias, on Facebook and Twitter, also Instagram, look for Just Enough Trope. And if you get the show, you're listening to it live tonight, but you might be listening to it in the future. We do both. You mm-hmm. could find us on your listening platform of, of choice. You're going to miss the live shows when that happens, though. So follow us on Just Enough Trope on uh, Twitter or also check out our Spreaker page where mm-hmm. you get a little notification when we're going live. Yes. Uh, hopefully we will actually get the show up and going when we do that. And uh, so join us there uh, on those listening platforms of your own personal choice. Give us a rating and a review because we really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. It lets the computers know we're doing a good job. That's right. And then we get promoted in this man's army. <laughs> Like Mulan. Right. So give us five lucky crickets. Yes. Why? What? I don't know. What? I don't know what the, what's up with the lucky cricket thing. So At least it didn't sing a song. No, thankfully. <laughs> it didn't even talk. So there you go. Well, at least not that we could hear. He... Who gives a little whistle? Is that Jiminy Cricket? Does he give a little whistle? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't uh, sing or make any noise or really do anything. No, no. <laughs> so thanks, Cricket. Yeah. You really helped us out there. <laughs> When did that stop? When did what stop? I mean, dinosaur, obviously, but uh, there was no uh, Emperor's New Groove. There was no cheeky animal companions, were there? Wasn't there like a llama or something? He was the llama. Oh, yeah, that's The right. truth he was, was the llama. he that's was right. the llama. I don't know that there was in that, honestly. So then, yeah, it might have ended before. Kronk then. dresses up like a girl. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think he definitely does. I think he does, too. This is... Look, we either got to normalize it or just get rid of it. Yeah. That's one or the other. There you go. Well, if you want more takes like that, find us on social media (laughs) and also on your listening platform of choice. Uh, We'll be back in the future uh, to talk about other stuff. And that stuff will include some of these films. Mm -hmm. Now, we're going to do our best to see them. They're obviously available on BOD. Films like Bill and Ted Face the Music. Films like Mulan. Hopefully Tenet in the future. Um, and the New Mutants film. And the New Mutants film, which I don't know how we're going to swing that one. We'll, we'll try to find a way. Don't go to a theater. Don't do it. Hmm. You like movies. I like movies. We all wish we were eating popcorn and watching a movie right now. But yep. it's just not the right time. It's not safe. And so we will try to bring you reviews of these films. Hopefully you can see them as well. But if you can't, just skip the reviews if you don't want spoilers. But we're not going to go to a theater to see these. And we're not encouraging you to go either. That's right. So be safe and be healthy and be mindful about what's going on in the future. Until then, we're signing off. I'm your host, Caliban. I'm your co-host, Mikan Hana. Keep the geek fires burning. <laughs>